equipment manufacturer, mm-hmm. it helps them to sell stuff too. So it's kind of all teaming up. And yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm not trying to brown nose you, but I do like your new haircut, by the way. <laughs> what is everyone being so nice? We're supposed to make fun your of each other. Your beard looks sweet too. This is strange. We're supposed to be making fun of each other and everyone's being really nice. I'm uncomfortable. You did a good job with... uh, (laughs) Don't blush, please. You did a good job with coloring the grays, too. Yes. (laughs) Did you color your grays? Oh, my God. Welcome to Making Chips. We believe that manufacturing is challenging. But if you are connected to a community of leaders, you can elevate your skills solve your problems, and grow your business. I'm your host, Jason Zenger, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Nick Golner and Jim Carr. Hey. 300, episode 300. What do you think, guys? It's been can I quite a crazy ride. Can I swear? We'll beep you, but go ahead. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of episodes, huh? That's a, yes. That's a beep amount of episodes. <laughs> yeah. I was actually looking back into like the archives of making chips and we started producing in 2014. Nick wasn't with us then, but no. uh, that's when you and I started recording, Jim. I was in my mother's womb. I was a baby at that time. <laughs> you were kind of a baby at that time. No, I'm a bigger baby today. Yeah, you're actually kind of I, a crabby baby now. I am. Well, we'll talk about that later, but I'm done with COVID. <laughs> I am just so done with it. There's been a lot of beeping today. Guys. And this is not what yeah. we're going to be talking about no. today, folks. So this episode is going to be a little bit different because instead of talking about the manufacturing leader and like what you can do in order to elevate your leadership, we're going to talk about making chips today. So it's episode 300. And I just thought it would be a great time, especially for somebody that hasn't listened to making chips. Like this would be a good episode to pass along to somebody else and be like, hey, I know this great podcast called Making Chips. You should listen to it. And here's a great primer episode for people because we're going to talk about making chips and what the future of making chips is going to hold. We always try to do something big for the 100, 200, 300. The big marks. I remember we did a big 10 person roundtable discussion for... That one was fun. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the vision and how that's related to making chips because we think we're kind of like along the ride with the metalworking nation, with the manufacturing leaders, and we want to be at your side. So whatever the future of manufacturing holds, we want to be there with you talking about it. Well, much like our manufacturing businesses are evolving and changing, the podcast making chips is changing as well. Yeah, absolutely. We have to, to survive, to make timely and relevant and to make it more enticing for people to keep coming back and listening. You got to make a change. You can't do the same thing for three, four, 500 episodes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That would just get boring. When we started making chips, it was kind of like my brainchild that I pitched to Jim. And one of the things I love about podcasts is that you can be kind of like anonymous in how you listen. So you can just be someone who just listens to the episode and you have no engagement. Or like a lot of the Metalworking Nation, you can actually engage with us. We love to hear from our audience, from the people that are listening and understand who they are and what they do and what their positions are and especially like what your challenges are. So that's one of the things I love about podcasting is you can really run the gamut of, I'm just going to listen and not engage with these guys, or I'm going to call them up and email them and form a friendship because I have many, many friends that I've met who were just listeners of the podcast and they decided to engage with us. And now we're, you know, we text and we call and, you know. And sometimes the feedback we get is why we do the next episode we do. It really helps with the time. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So thank you for conceptualizing podcasts for us. (laughs) There you go, Jim. Well, I know you don't listen. So (laughs) I I figured I'd explain to you how a podcast works. Yeah. (laughs) So before we get into the episode, 
here's a question for somebody that is new to making chips. Who are you guys? Who are you, Jim? Well, what is my name? Yeah, introduce yourself to the Metalworking Nation. My name is Jim Carr. And what do you do? Full-time or part-time? Both. Well, I am truly a manufacturing leader, without a doubt. Okay. Manufacturing is part of my DNA. I've been doing it for multiple decades. I know it like the back of my hand. I have a lot of wisdom in knowledge about the manufacturing industry. And I also happen to host a podcast with you two great genius people. Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say something else, but I shut up. Your face didn't say anything nice, so I said it for you. And who are you, Nick? I am a commercial leader at our family business. So manufacturing is in DNA as well. When I say commercial, I mean sales and marketing. So I lead the sales and marketing team for a global OEM. Our businesses are two sister companies, Advanced Machine Engineering and Hennig. And yeah, we design, build, and grow our business. Nice. And I'm Jason Zenger, and I own a tooling, metalworking tooling distribution company. So we sell cutting tools and abrasives and install vending machines at people that make chips. Yeah. So that's who we are. Like my shop and like Jim's shop. (laughs) Exactly. So that's CNC machining is in our blood, and that's why this podcast is so relevant to us. So one of the things that's different about making chips is that we're not trying to be a cult of personality. I saw that on your... Yeah. What what does that mean, a cult of personality? Good question, Jim, and especially from you. If it were up to... What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, zing. So a cult of personality would be that the media, the content we produce is centered around you as a person. You know what I mean? So it's like, this is the Jim Carr show. And and it would all be centered around you and who you are. But we don't want to do that. We want to make this about the Metalworking Nation. We want to bring the Metalworking Nation into the podcast with us. We want to have you on the show. We want to interview you. One of the things that makes us unique is that we can bring on a manufacturing leader who's one of our peers and talk the talk with them. Mm-hmm. Like we're just sitting down, having a glass of wine, and talking about your problems. Like We can actually sit down and have a discussion about what happens on the shop floor but at the same time, we don't want to make it about us. We want to make it about our audience. We want to make it about those people. That's what I mean by a cult of personality. Right. I think the medium and what we've created here is a peer-to-peer exactly platform, a sharing platform. We just so happen to be the people that are communicating this to the world, experiences that we've all personally lived through or are living through right now. Mm-hmm. And boy, they never go away either. There's always something going on in our business. Another problem to solve. Another problem to solve. But I think to your point, Jason, so if, if you think about the most popular podcast in the world, it's probably Joe Rogan's podcast, right? Yeah. If Joe Rogan stopped doing the podcast, if he stopped hosting it, it would end. There would, yeah. You know, he does bring on good guests and everything right. like that, but there's the cult of personality. That's a good example. Now I understand it. Yep, exactly. Whereas if I got hit by a car, like everything would just keep moving on. Yeah, we'd go to your funeral and we'd move on. Exactly. We'd do do an episode at my funeral. Right, exactly. (laughs) We'd dedicate one episode to you and then we wouldn't talk about you ever again. Everyone would forget about me. (laughs) Exactly. So one of the other things that's been a big part of making chips is that we've actually been through this transition. We internally talk about this as like making chips a 1.0, making chips 2.0, and making chips 3.0. So I'm going to try to make a long story short. Do you add the 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0 together to make 6.0? That's a good idea. Okay. Maybe we'll get there soon. So making (laughs) chips 2.0, making chips 1.0 is obvious. That was the podcast that Jim and I were doing. And then making chips 2.0, we brought Nick on. 
And yeah, we, we actually did. started this marketing company for manufacturing companies. And one of the things that we found out going through this process is that none of us wanted to run a marketing company. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when you say that because at first, yeah, we're really gung ho. We put so much time and energy into it. And we did some really cool things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we looked back and we're like, hey, do any of you guys want to keep doing this? Yeah. So now what we've decided, and I should say, we don't want to run a full service marketing exactly, company. We've decided yeah. to pivot away from that. So now what we're doing is we're doubling down on creating manufacturing content, Content. manufacturing media. But at the same time, we also want to deliver marketing products that were uniquely suited to deliver to the marketplace in a superior manner. So give me an example because we've done some really cool. Great. So we have done some great things. So like one of the examples would be we hold focus groups of manufacturing leaders in order to do market research for our clients. And so a lot of our clients will come to us and they'll say, we want to really know what's inside of the head of a manufacturing leader. and We know that. We can ask the right questions in order to deliver that market research to a brand that is interested in positioning their company in a unique way to our audience. So that's one of the unique things we do. We still do some like niche marketing products, like we're building a catalog, we're doing some other marketing stuff, but they're all going to be unique products. We're not going to we're not going to be a full service marketing agency. What we realize is we're certainly not equipped to take on a $10 million project. No, we're not. So yeah, we're going to develop a kind of a menu of niche marketing services that we can really offer in a unique manner to the marketplace. That's the fourth time you've said unique in the Mm -hmm. past 30 seconds. Why is it unique? That is the key word. Why is it unique? So what we don't want to be is another marketing agency that's a, that's quote unquote specialized for manufacturing. That was where we were really strong. We are absolutely authentically specialized in manufacturing. So the projects that were... So much so to a fault. (laughs) Yeah, because we were all so busy running our actual manufacturing company. So the projects that we would take on would be a great example is like a focus group. And there were unique. Another marketing company isn't going to know how to ask that follow-up question because they don't even really understand the content like we do on the intricacies of machine tools and metalworking. It's like asking that follow-up question during a podcast interview that a lot of other podcasts are not uniquely positioned to ask that to a manufacturing leader because they haven't lived it and breathed it. Right, right. There's definitely a place for some of these marketing products that we want to position. And so the whole 2.0 to 3.0 is just where are we unique? And we kind of know where we are. We're unique as a podcast for manufacturing leaders. And in the marketing projects where we're unique, we're going to double down on that. But we're just going to focus on growing where we're unique and valuable and not trying to be anything where we're not. Sticking to what we do well. Exactly. Yes. So now here we are, January of 2022. Right. We're at Making Chips 3.0. One of the things. And 300. And 300 episodes. Yeah. And some of the things that we've done really well is that we've really driven home to the manufacturing leaders things that they need to focus on in their shop. Don't get too self serving here. So, what do you mean? (laughs) Well, what we've done, what we've done, what we've done. No, what we've recorded as far as episodes and what we've talked about. So, we've talked a lot about culture. We've talked a lot about vision, hiring, marketing, leadership, diversity in manufacturing, the future of manufacturing, growth, workforce development. So those are the things that we really, when we step up to the plate, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. We're going to put more of an emphasis, I think, on technology in the future. Sure, That's going to be a place where our audience is coming back to us and they're like, we really want to talk more about technology. So we're going to go there too. 
And it's not all sci-fi, high-tech, you know, robotic automation topics over and over again. It's just going to be the technology that manufacturing leaders need to take the next step. It could be... But a lot of it is going to be robotics and automation and it stuff could be like that. that. But it yeah. could be tooling. could be metalworking tooling and stuff like that. Work holding. Could be work holding, you know, like a variety of different things like that. How you select the machine tool you select and, you know, what your selection criteria should be. All sorts of stuff. Absolutely. Now, if I can, I make an announcement about like the big thing that we're going to be doing. It's episode 300. I think it's prudent. Yeah, let's do it. One of the big things that we're going to be doing starting this year is that we're going to be doubling down on the number of episodes that we're going to be releasing under the Making Chips banner. So, but we're going to do it in a unique manner. So, we had this like internal project. We called it the Metalworking Nation podcast. And what we intend to do is we intend to bring out other voices onto the Making Chips platform to talk about different topics and just to lend another voice to our audience and to produce more episodes because our audience is asking us for more. So we're going to start doing that. I'm thinking of it as a little different. I'm thinking of it as more niche and I think it's going oh, no, it's to... totally niche, I yeah. think those episodes are going to be much more niche towards the personalities of the people that are going to be 100%. driving them. Yes. Right on. The goal in the long run is that we want to bring on six new shows under the Making Chips umbrella that will discuss unique topics or niche topics, as you said, Jim. And we're still going to continue doing our flagship Making Chips podcast, which is going to be the three of us doing interviews, having discussions internally. But we're also going to be doing these other podcasts, which are going to be a little bit different. So initially, we're going to start with three new shows. Mm -hmm. And not ironically, it's going to be the three of us that are going to be hosting those three shows individually. But we also want to bring on three more hosts in the very near future. So if you believe that you have a niche topic that the Metalworking Nation would benefit from, please contact us because right we are going to be vetting and interviewing future hosts that are going to be a part of this endeavor. Yeah. And one way that we've described it is you don't have to go find all these new podcasts. If you're subscribed to Making Chips, which I'm sure many of our listeners are, that's where you can find all this new stuff. But instead of just being a show, like for all those sports fans out there, instead of just being the show Sports Center that's on ESPN, we're becoming more of ESPN with different shows. You can there find you them all in the podcast feed. Sometimes the show will be hosted by Jason. Sometimes it'll be hosted by me. Sometimes it'll be hosted by Jim. And Making Chips As Is is going to continue where all three of us host shows. But it's going to be a little bit more diverse, a little bit more niche, a little mm -hmm. bit more specific. A little bit more to our own personalities. Yes. Exactly. So why don't we talk about it? Jim, why don't you introduce your show? Sure. Before I do that, I want to be clear, and I think the Metalworking Nation needs to be clear, if they're interested in truly being part of the Metalworking Nation podcast series, how do they apply? How do they get vetted? Is there a process that we want them to go through? They're just not going to like call on the phone. No, let's keep it simple. Okay. Email us. Okay. Just cool. email us. Yeah. Info at making chips. There you go. Thank you, Nick. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just make a pitch. Make a pitch. I, we don't want lengthy three-page emails. We just want Get right to the point. Tell us why you think that you're going to be the right person. I like a little more depth to the description. Well, but I think if the, send Jim pictures, you know, yeah, pictures do help. I can actually read. So and history is appropriate good too. pictures. Yeah, tell us who you are, <laughs> what the topic that you want to discuss, how you believe you can extend this out to a monthly, twelve times a year show, and 
how the metalworking nation is going to benefit I from it. I think this is a good time to quickly mention like what's not going to change and our mission is not going to change. Yep, to equip and inspire manufacturing leaders. Yeah, so don't send us anything if it doesn't equip and inspire manufacturing leaders. Good, Nick, thank you. And I think these three new shows done by the three of us will equally meet that mission. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so go ahead, Jim. What's the show that you're going to be doing? I've been thinking about this quite a bit lately, and there's no question that I have the experience in my industry, right? Yeah, you tell us I'm all the time. truly <laughs> a metalworking professional that knows the ins and outs of a machine shop. And you have the gray hair, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, after I 70 years, you got to learn a lot. After all those years, for sure. So <laughs> what I've decided to do is it just came up. It hit me the other day. I had my aha moment. When we do DFM design for manufacturability at CAR Mm -hmm. with our customers, engineers, and we were discussing GD&T for one of the parts that the, the engineer had just designed for us. And what you're seeing now on machine prints is like true position, surface profile. These are all brand new current GD&T processes. That years ago, when I was on the shop floor... Decades ago? Decades ago, on the shop floor manufacturing parts, they weren't even around because we had no way of measuring them. Now we do. So they're new for a car, right? Because it's not like true positions. Well, no. They're new for the industry. They're new for the industry. Because, Nick, in the 80s and 90s, they didn't have true position GD&T or surface profile GD&T on the prints because... We had no way of measuring it. Man, it's wild. Ever it since is. I've been in the industry, those have been call-outs. Yeah, I know. And wild. I don't even know how to do it. So nowadays, we have the CMMs, mm-hmm. laser scanners that are going to scan the entire profile of the part and collect millions of data points. What are they called? On Pro- profilometers. <laughs> and, you know, and profilometers. I mean, you know what a profile is? Surface yeah, finish, right? Surface so finish, yeah. nowadays, technology has afforded us easy, quick, consistent ways to measure parts. So sure. anyway, the true position flashed in my head, and I said, you know what? That's a really good name for my new show, and it's going to be My True Position. And what I want to do and with this particular niche show is I, w- I want to talk about things that are true to me. Mm-hmm that I have a stance on. So it's going to get a little personal. Mm -hmm. Some of the topics that I'm thinking about right now are retirement, business succession planning, technology, growing your business, how I've done with it. Is it painful? All of those life experiences that I've had coming from a shop floor machinist all the way to running and leading 12 people now at CAR in in a brand new facility with new equipment. Awesome. And what it means to me and why I think it's important. So So if you guys want to know Jim's true position on whatever topic he's covering, that'll be in the true position. It's just going to be making chips personalized. He's going to make true confessions on true positions. And what's cool about that is you're the only one out of the three of us who's in the driver's seat for a contract manufacturer. I am. I mean, we do a little bit of contract manufacturing at my company, but you're in a unique position that many of our audience members are also in. And so I could see a subset of our audience really liking that show. Yep. And I think the mission is just to let all of you know that if you're like me and in a position like me, that 
I'm feeling your pain too, man. And I know you're feeling mine. And I think that through this platform, we can share these struggles and pains and successes together and have a goosebump moment. Sure. Well, I'm feel good moment. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm going to grab my box of Kleenex before I listen okay, to your episode. You should, Jason. <laughs> so how about you, Nick? Yeah. So obviously, I'm in a different position than each of you. We're a, we're a global OEM. We make things. We design things. We try to design them in a way that makes us unique and, and truly original as an original equipment manufacturer. And then we try to grow our business. And that's mostly what I focus on is uh, the VP of sales and marketing. So the name of my show is going to be Design, Build, Grow. And it's going to be focused more on the perspective of OEMs, people who design, build, and grow their business. So, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. So our topics could be anything from why you use glass scales instead of linear encoders when you're designing a machine tool or details about work holding technology or tool clamping and a spindle. I would listen to that show. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I'll be interested too. Yeah. Because it's not just for other OEMs. It's for the end users of these products to understand the mindset of the people they're buying them from. And I just want you to know how special you are that I said that because <laughs> I really don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Hey, Nick, he's really not going to listen. <laughs> and I just want you to know that I know you're don't not believe actually going to listen. <laughs> you just really want to know that I'm really full of shit, right? We spend too much time recording. You're, you're not going to listen to what we record. So, Nick, I actually will listen and I'll tell you the reason why I want to listen. And this is hopefully will motivate the rest of the metalworking nation. I want to listen because I know very little about your world and what you're talking about. And I feel like if I can learn about it, it'll give me something. It'll help me in selling cutting tools to CNC shops, of course. But it'll also give me something to talk about with people right. that I wouldn't have otherwise known about so that I can add value to people that maybe don't listen to the podcast. That's really, really encouraging. And so both of like you would be a target as an end user of the OEM equipment. Jason is like part of how we go to market. You right. know, we have distributors that we sell through. And if they can understand our mindset and what we're doing to be unique and truly original as an original equipment manufacturer, mm -hmm. it helps them to sell stuff too. So it's kind of all teaming up. And yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm not trying to brown nose you, but I do like your new haircut, by the way. <laughs> what is everyone being so nice? We're supposed to make fun your of each other. Your beard sweet too. This is strange. We're supposed to be I've making fun it. of each other and yeah. everyone's being really nice. I'm uncomfortable. You did a good now. job oh, with... Uh, <laughs> what, don't blush, please. You did a good job with coloring the grays too. Yeah. <laughs> did you color your grays? Oh my God. I had a gray the Jeez. other day and I showed my wife and I was paranoid about it. <laughs> I had one. Sorry. I just had to say it. So Jason, you All right, show. Yeah. So my episode... Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we Let go. me get a cigarette. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. So I believe that business problems, they get solved in two different ways. They get solved by introspection. So that could be like an introvert reading a book, mm -hmm. listening to a podcast, watching a YouTube video, sitting down, writing their notes, solving the problem that they have at, at hand. And then you can also talk about in terms of like an extrovert or extrospection. I think I just made that, <laughs> That's made that a great word up. New word. You did. You do that often. Where you hash it out in a meeting, you grab a drink and you pull up to the bar and you talk about your problems and then you solve it together. Like, you know, I mean, we've all done that a lot. Yeah. We'll go out, you know, you guys are my good friends. So I would say, you know, you go out with good friends, you have some appetizers, you have some wine, maybe a meal, and you talk about your business problems. Sometimes that works out. in the opposite way too. What, it creates more problems? Well, because you have another drink and you're pissed <laughs> off and you say... 
I'm just going to go. I'm just going to leave right now. <laughs> That's what you do, Jim. That's, I know. That yeah. was Jim last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe that the metalworking nation are my friends, too. Let's just face it. Everybody loves you, Jason. <laughs> I think that goes for you too, Jim. Well, <laughs> this is so strange. Not as much as you. This is the but 300th episode and I we're know. all nice to each other. <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> so I feel like I can pull up a chair with our audience, sit down, have a drink, and we could talk about your problems. So what I want is I want to pull up a seat with you, the Metalworking Nation, and I want you to tell me, like, here's a problem that I'm trying to solve. Mm-hmm. And whether we come face to face and we meet in person and we have a glass of wine and we record it and we discuss that problem, or whether you send me an email and you want to be anonymous, or we go on a Zoom call. Or you leave a voicemail at our Or you leave a voicemail. But what I want to do is I want to sit down and I want to have a glass of wine, perhaps bring on somebody like a consultant or somebody like that that's smarter than me about whatever problem that you're trying to solve, and really step through your problem and discuss it in a manner that maybe you haven't thought about. And maybe the connections that you have haven't been able to get to really the root of what that problem is. Mm -hmm. And I think that the rest of the metalworking nation is going to benefit from it too, because I feel like if there's one person out there that has a particular problem, there's probably 50, 100 other people yeah, out there yeah, with the exactly, same problem. Right on. So how do we send these problems to you? How do we reach out and cry for help? All you got to do is email me, jason at makingchips.com. And I think in the future, I'm probably going to create like some kind of form online for people to fill out and stuff like that too. But for now, just email me, jason at makingchips.com. I'm probably going to tap into some of my friends and say, hey, give me a problem. I want to talk about it on the show. We're going to pull up and we're going to have a glass of wine. But that's going to be one of the requirements is that the show is going to be called At the Boring Bar. At the Boring Bar. At the Boring Bar. I love it. So it's going to be about really just sitting down, having that drink, having an appetizer, getting to know each other as friends and having that discussion in order to solve your problem. So give me your problem and we're going to solve it. I like it. And for those of you that don't know, the Boring Bar is real. It's an actual yeah, bar it is. in our headquarters in Rockford, Illinois. So maybe some of these problems get solved at the actual boring bar. That's true. We can do it there too. And just to be clear, I don't feel like I can solve every problem that's out there. That's not what I'm saying. But I feel like I have enough connections in this industry to say, if you come to me with this particular issue, I can find somebody on there that's an expert yeah. and we can really have a great discussion exactly. around it. That's probably the best value you can get from making chips is the audience of making chips. Exactly. Exactly. So those are the three shows that we're going to be starting off with. And we want to bring on three new shows. So let's talk about bringing you on Metalworking Nation as another host on the Making Chips podcast. So do you guys have any other questions about this? About the direction we're going into? When can they expect this? Because I don't want them to think that next week they're going to get a... It's not going to be next week. It'll probably be in the second quarter. We're going to really take our time to structure these out. I mean, it's going to sound and feel like a new show. So it'll be a couple months away. So to recap, we've got True Confessions by Jim Carr. It's not True Confessions. <laughs> okay. My True Position. My True Position. We've got Design, Live, Build, love, Grow. <laughs> grow. Live, what? Live, Laugh, Love by Nick. No. Design, Build, Grow. And a design. drink at the Boring Bar. Tell me your problems and I'll cry Tell for you. Tell me your you. problems and I'll solve it. I'm going to rap too during the, during the <laughs> At the Boring Bar. It's At the Boring Bar. By oh, Jason Zenger. Okay. True Position by Jim Carr and Design, Build, Grow. By Nick Olner. That's mine. Sounds, Sounds good great. to me. Good luck, guys. May the best man win. <laughs> it's not a competition, Jim. You're already a winner guys, in my book. You, you don't have to go find this anywhere else. Just if you're subscribed to Making Chips, it'll be in your feed. 
So the way you'll know is the title of the episode will start with whoever's segment it is. At the end of the day, we're all three of us uniquely are trying to do the same mission we are with making chips, and that is to equip, inspire you, and even sometimes entertain you. So we hope that we can do that in a more niched format going forward. We hope you engage with us and tell us if you like what you hear and you know we're willing to make modifications to what we're doing if you don't like what we hear. Right. We're just trying to help y'all make chips. Because if you're not making chips, you're not making money. Bam. Thanks for listening to the Making Chips podcast. Jim and Jason knew that the metalworking nation, the community of world-class makers, needed to commit to a new way of leading to stay ahead of the competition. So Making Chips was created to fill that void, to give you advice from other manufacturing leaders who can push you to take action. Your manufacturing challenges have a solution, and many of them are at makingchips.com. Thank you.